how many of you are excited this morning to tell like Paul, yes, I have the attitude of servanthood. I want to be the bond slave of Jesus. Yes, confess. Say, I want to be the bond slave of Jesus. To be a bond slave of Jesus is an attitude. But your identity is that you are a son of God. Yes, church, the title of my message is Son Becoming a Bond Servant. Amen. Son becoming a bond servant. How beautiful it is, isn't it? In the Old Testament, they were servants. They longed to be son, but they could never. But Jesus' finished work has made us sons today willingly with wholeheartedly we come before him and we say, God, we are willing to be a bond servant. Let me elaborate this to you. What do I mean? Willing to be a bond servant. Sometimes when we hear the finished work, when we hear the gospel of grace, when we know the new covenant blessings, we take things for granted. We are like, yes, God loves me. God cares for me. So I don't have to honor him or serve him. He loves me. I enjoy his love. Church, that is a wrong attitude. We cannot have that attitude. We preach grace, but grace is not a license to sin. We don't make it a lasciviousness. Let me give you a beautiful example and illustration from the Bible. The prodigal son. Why I want to bring this story of prodigal son? You remember, those of you who don't know, the prodigal son is like there was a wealthy man. He had Two sons, older son and younger son. Uh, older son served, lived with the father. Younger son took advantage of father's kindness, goodness, his love. He said, give me my share of property and I want to go. He goes to a distant land, spends money on prostitutes, does all kind of slandering things and he loses all his money. Finally, he goes and ends, ends up eating the food of the pigs. He's working, uh, taking care of the pigs and finally he comes to his senses that in my father's house, there are many servants. Let me go back to my father. Luke chapter 15, verse number 18. Those of you who are writing down, you can do it in your personal Bible study. In Luke 15, 18, prodigal son repeats this to himself. He rehearses the speech, what he has to give to the father. He says, I will go to father and say, Father, I have sinned against heaven and you. I am not worthy to be called your son. Make me one of your hired servant. And he rises up and he begins his journey towards his father's home. Throughout the journey, he's rehearsing this statement in his mind. And he's still a long way. The Bible says, Father ran. Amen. Father ran to meet the son, hugs the son, and son immediately begins to tell his speech. Father, I've sinned against heaven and you. I am not worthy to be called your son. Before he could go on, make before he could utter that statement, Father interrupted him. Amen. Glory to God. Father interrupts the son and says, I don't want to hear 
anything further. He calls the servants. He said, get the best robe, get the gold ring, kill the fattened calf. Let's celebrate my son who was dead. He's come back. He's alive now. Amen. Church, that speech he could never complete. Father didn't allow to tell that I am your hired servant. You know why? The story of prodigal son is about us. And God does not want your identity to be that you are one of his hired servant. God wants your identity to be that you are the son who has returned home. Amen. Glory to God. He said, no, you cannot tell that. But what happened in this story? What happened? The son went. What, why did he go? Church, I have seen in my experience, I have understood that mankind has the problem with familiarity. They have problem when they become familiar with people. Let me explain. Say you meet somebody for the first time, you have made a new friend, new relative you met, or someone you got in touch, you are prepared, you show them that honor, that respect, love, care, and concern. If that person starts visiting you often, when a person starts coming to your home often, you know, slowly you start losing that respect. And when somebody becomes very close to you, they share with you all the weaknesses, the strengths, then we people, we begin to judge, then we try to treat them differently. Mankind has problem with familiarity. When someone becomes very familiar, generally we take them for granted. That's exactly what happened, isn't it? You might have seen this. When you are becoming familiar to a family or to an individual, we no longer treat them like before or we take them for granted. Because uh, we are too familiar with them. Church, I want to tell you, this familiarity problem should not come in relationship with our God. You know why? God does not come to visit us every day or once in a while. Like in the Old Testament, God would come visit David and go visit Daniel and go. God would come and visit once in a while Elijah and Samuel and go. But in the New Covenant, God has come to stay with us forever. Amen. God is living inside of us forever. He is with us and in us. So we cannot become too familiar with him that we take him for granted. Now that he's staying with us, he has made our heart his home. Heavens of the heavens are there for him, but he chose to make your heart his home. Now he's living with you, inside of you, 24 bar 7. Don't take his grace for granted. Don't become too familiar with him and say, it's okay if I don't pray. It's okay if I have not read the Bible. God loves me. Good night, God. I know you understand. I am tired. It's okay if I don't give my tithe to God. Anyhow, God loves me. Are you able to relate? We cannot 
become familiar with God. Like the prodigal son, what did he do? He took advantage of his father's love. Church, I want to encourage you. Let us not be the prodigal son who takes advantage of his grace, who takes advantage of his love. Rather, let us say, God, I am not going to allow this familiarity problem to come between you and me. I am willing to be a bond servant like Jesus. How he said, I go and pierce myself as a piercing the earlobes of a servant in the Old Testament. Like Apostle Paul said, I am his bond servant. That means you are willing, willingly, voluntarily submitting and saying, God, though I am your son, but I shall give honor to whom Honor is due to you. All honor, all glory, all power, all praise forever and ever to you, Daddy God. I will give you my honor in my thoughts, in my emotions, in my conscience, in my time. I give you myself. Yes, church, everything belongs to God. But your will, your conscience, your decision is yours. Today you say, God, I'm willing. I am willingly becoming your bond servant. Though you have set me free, I want to be willingly your servant, your slave forever. What's the meaning slave forever? I told in our spirit man, we are already like Jesus. Our spirit is already belonging to Jesus. But the difference is in our mind and in our body. So our mind, our mind has to come un into the subjection. That is bringing down, casting down every thought under the obedience of Christ. Bring down your thoughts, your will, your emotions like a bond slave to the word. To the word, bring it down into captivity. When your body says, I would want to do something against, you say, no, this body belongs to him. I beat my body, in the words of Apostle Paul. I beat my body because I am a bond slave to Jesus. Amen. Church, bond slave. What happens, the bond slave? I said, what is this piercing of the earlobes? In the Old Testament, whenever they, uh, when uh, the ceremony of uh, serv willing servant happens, they pierce his ears. There are other places where the ear lobes are involved. You know where? You remember the story when Moses was instructed uh, in consecrating Aaron as the high priest and his sons as the high priest. God gave him these instructions in the book of Leviticus. He told sacrifice the lamb. Take the blood, apply the blood to the right ear lobe, to the right thumb of the right hand and the right toe of the right leg. That was a consecration ceremony to the priest. And when a leper uh, would come back, written to the priest, when his cleansing ceremony happens, similarly anointing oil and the blood of the lamb is taken and similar fashion it is applied on the right ear lobe, right thumb, right hand, right toe, right leg. What is this? That means they are consecrated. The priest, Aaron and his servants, the priest is consecrated to the Lord. That means set apart, separated for the Lord. Amen. Leprosy in the Old Testament signifies sin. 
so when they were moving from coming out of sin that is coming out of leprosy in today in today's new covenant language when we moved from the slavery of sin and came into the kingdom of righteousness kingdom of dear son when we moved we were consecrated we were set apart we were sanctified by the blood of the lamb why ear why hand and why feet that means ear you remember whenever jesus spoke he said he who has an ear let him hear what is most important thing to be a born slave if you are a born slave the most important thing is that you have a hearing attitude attitude of obedience amen attitude of obedience like samuel said when god called samuel samuel he said here i am lord speak to me amen so when the word of god is spoken to you when we are listening to messages you say here i am lord i am hearing i am willing i want to obey i give my ear every day to listen to the word of god that is so important if you are a born servant of jesus then you must give your ear to listen to the word of god listen to words of christ that's why church i keep saying at forgiven generation keep hearing christ centered messages keep hearing the word of god daily amen so give your ear to the lord why right hand what what does hand signify hand signify our deeds so your works are ought to be for the lord though we are not saved by our works of salvation but our works must prove to the world must show to god that we love him in return that he has already made us his righteousness that our works must signify that we love our god that's why he says work out your salvation what does that mean salvation is already done he has already given it's a done deal it's over it is finished work but still we work willingly to do the things in line to the word of god what is feet it signifies giving the gospel beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel so we serve god by preaching the good news by preaching the gospel to the world so you are willing to be a born servant willing to hear him and have obedience willing to serve him what is serving i told you your will your emotions your time you are willing to give you are saying god i give you my energy i give you my talents i give you my time as an act of gratitude towards you i am willing to be a born servant i am so grateful i don't want to leave you i want to be forever with you i want to serve you amen that's what you're saying because he's already in us whether you leave him or not he is never ever going to leave you because he said hebrews 13:5 i will never leave you i will never forsake you now that he is inside of you let's not take him for granted let's not say that it doesn't matter if i don't talk to him it doesn't matter if i don't serve him it doesn't matter if i don't obey him no 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 are you ready church to be his born servant and be attentive to the voice of the holy spirit that is speaking inside 
inside of you be attentive to his voice be attentive because obedience is better than sacrifice amen glory to god glory to god church so it is so important that we though we are the sons of god don't mistake me your identity is that you are son of god but we cannot change our attitude and take our god for granted because he's so in love with us he's so in love with us he has such a beautiful nature god is too familiar with you isn't it he knows the number of your hair on your head he knows your genetic uh, order he knows your family tree he knows your dna he knows everything about you in and out he knows what you did in the past he knows what you are going to do in future he knows what you will be doing wrong in future yet he says i would love to see your lovely face and hear your enchanting voice amen god rejoices in you though he is too familiar with you he knows your strength he knows your weakness he knows what you will do wrong or what you have done it does not matter he loves you the way you are so when you know god is so in love with you with all the familiarity he has no problem with familiarity oh church oh it is so 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 essential so important for us to show our gratitude by telling to god god i'm willing to be your bond servant a son becoming a bond servant yes church see when i read this holy spirit gave me this revelation that paul had great revelation that he's we are the sons of god the mystery of the gospel christ is in us he had the great revelation that uh, we, uh, we we there is no difference and now father lives in us we call him abba father after having all these revelations when he knew so much how much god loves him when he knew that he is the son of god what he did he said i will be willingly the servant the born servant of jesus today if someone is not serving god if someone is not giving his time to god if someone is not obedient to the word not having servanthood attitude it simply means that person does not know how much god loves does not know that he is the son of god because if you know you are the son of god like paul if you know like jesus that you are the son of god then like jesus like paul you will say i am willing to be a born servant of my god yes jesus purchased so he is your master that's why we say jesus is lord you are supposed to confess jesus is lord believe what is lord capital l o r d which means master which means yahweh which means y h w h u d h e v a f e when you say jesus is my lord there is no other master i surrender to him i give my complete obedience i have a willing ear towards him i give my complete honor to my jesus amen that's what it means when you say jesus is my 
Lord. Amen. Glory to God. So it is so essential that when you know that you are the son of God, it will be easy for you to have this servant attitude. Amen. That is why church, we say, give your time, give your uh, talent, give your energy to the Lord. Why? What is the purpose? I told you, God has given you free will. It is your choice to obey. It is your choice to have servant attitude. In the book of Joshua, it says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Get that point, church. It does not say, I have to serve the Lord. It says, we will. That means it's my decision. It is my commitment to serve my God. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. It is a commitment to serve my God. Because in the story of prodigal son, the elder son was serving. But his attitude was, I have to serve the father. That's why when younger son returned, you remember, the elder son says, I have been serving you all my life and you have given me nothing. That means what was his attitude? His attitude was that I have to serve God. And what was his identity? His identity was he was the servant, not the son. At that time, father says, you can, uh, you can do this personal Bible study, Luke chapter 15, verse 21. When the father uh, tells, replies to the elder son, he says, Son, you are always with me. All I have is yours. That means what, church? Everything that belongs to father is yours. Now everything is yours. Oh my God, what a beautiful truth. Everything is yours. Before the foundations of the earth, God had chosen you, Ephesians 1, 4. Before foundations of the earth, the lamb was slain for you. The heart and the essence of the gospel is you. Yes, it talks about God. It talks about Jesus. But the Bible also talks about who you are in Christ and what you have in Christ. He did everything for you. When you understand that everything belongs to you. You are called to reign and rule. You are called to take the ownership. You are the sons of God to be manifested when you know that everything belongs to you. So when you understand that you are the son of God, you will say, raising your hands, I want to be the born servant of my father. Amen. This is father's business. Amen. We want to be the born servant of our Father. Glory to God. Church, I can go on. There is so much for me to explain. For the lack of time, I will do it next Sunday. I will continue the series. We'll get more deeper into what is serving, what else we can learn from this. All glory and praise to God, Jesus, what he has done to us. Amen. We believe you were blessed by this message. Our vision is to make known the mystery of the gospel, which is Christ in you. You can be a blessing by partnering with Priya Abraham Ministries to share this good news. To partner, visit priyaabraham.org partner.